Okay, so yesterday, the last line that we read in the Masil Sisham, thank you. The last line that we read in Masil Sisham yesterday was, There is not a pleasure, a worldly pleasure. That will not lead to ultimately a sin. Okay? That's what the Masil Sisharim said. That then we, we made a whole presentation about that. That people think that they'll just, you know, live it up. Or throw their Yetzirah bone and they think that that will be fine and they'll just click back into reality and everything will be great, right? And not only is it that when a person does a sin, does it change him? Not only a Avera changes a person, but what the Messiah Shisharim is saying is that even going into taivas that are not forbidden, that also changes the human being. And it ruins his balance of free will. And it makes him closer and closer to do a sin. Right? Now, this is where we're up to. Derech Mashal. Okay, you got it all? Parakute Gimel. It's a few paragraphs in. Derech Mashal. Says the Messiah Sisharim, for example. Derech Mashal. Hama'achal. Eating. And drinking. Even in a situation where there's no Avera in the Achila. Right? So the guy has the best Heksher in the book. Okay? He has the best Heksher in the book. There's no Isser in the Achila. They are a hundred percent Permissible according to halacha. Omno. Says the Masil Sisharim. Milui hakeres. If you fill up your stomach. Moishech acharov prikas haol. Now watch. The Masil Sisharim is going to outline to you. The seder hayirida. The steps of falling that comes from eating a lot. So the first step is. You start to feel precus all. That's a reaction that comes to a person after he eats. Like the Pasuk says in Devarim, Pentocha, maybe you're gonna eat. Visavata, and you're gonna satiate yourself. Ubatim tovim tivne. And you're gonna build beautiful houses. Vyashavta. Ubekarcha vitsonecha yarivun, and you're gonna have a lot of cattle. Vikesa vizov yarbelacha. And you're gonna have a lot of money. Right? What's gonna happen? Veram levavecha. And you will become like, feel proud. Veshachachta es Hashem alaykecha. And you're gonna forget Hashem. There was nothing in that list that was forbidden. Just having a lot of Gashmias and Taiva leads to Veram levavecha, to Gaiva. Veshikhas Hashem. So, the Messiah Sisharim is saying, even just momentarily if you're satiated and you feel unbelievable like the Gemara says en ari nohem 
The lion doesn't roar when he's in a kupa of tevin, when he's with straw. How does a lion roar? When he's filled, when he has a kupa shal basar. Right? So the point is, it makes prikazal. At that moment, you're not in the mood of learning, davening, you want to do whatever you want. It has that natural reaction to a person. Okay? I once saw the, could be it's even here in this safer. I have a safer here on the Seal Sasharim from one of the greatest Bali Musa today, Don Segel. So he says that sometimes a person feels like on Friday night, it's an early Friday night, it's the winter, he could pound away and learn a couple hours, but then after the Suda, the guy can't learn nothing. He says, because that's the nature of the food. You understand? You have to eat the Oynik Shabbos L'Shem Shemaim in the right way, then it won't mazik you, then it won't hurt you. But if you eat it the wrong way, then all your plans go out the window. Why? Because you stuffed your face. And when you stuff your face, it automatically brings the precursor. Okay? Then you go, I'm going to read a little bit more, then we're going to expound a little bit, okay? So he says, Umishte hayayim, drinking, party, with drinks, Moshech acharav hazenut. It brings a person to arayot. Then he says, now it goes back to food. Let's put wine on the side for a minute. That's a shmooze in itself. Let's talk about food. Okay? This is the United States of America. It's all about eating. Okay? So let's see what Hashem thinks about, uh, you know, pounding steaks and stuff like that. Okay? Kol Shekin. Listen to this. If a person trains himself to eat well, to eat expensive food, good food, right? If one time he comes to yeshiva and for whatever reason he didn't have money to go to the restaurant, and then he sees the chicken on the bone from the yeshiva. Oy, oy, oy. Yich'avlo, pain. V'yargish ma'oid, it bothers him. He can't enjoy the meal. It's like, rah. In, compare, in comparison to what he's used to eating. He trained himself to eat like a mensch. U'memnezeh, nimsu machnis atzmoi betoikif omal ha'schoyr. V'yegiyas ha'kinyin l'shdiel shuchano arucha katsono. Since he has such a unbelievable, um, you know, uh, ideas of what a table should look like. <coughs> he wants his, when he gets married, right? He gets married. He wants to have on his table steaks and, and, and good food and roasts and, and all these unbelievable things, right? He doesn't want to eat tuna fish for supper or spaghetti, Right? He wants to come home and his wife should give him a five-star meal, right? But he knows that to do that, you got to have money. It's not going to come for free. So he's willing to leave yeshiva and leave kolel. So he should have a lavish lifestyle to be able to feed into his food temptations. He's willing to sell 
his whole Ruchnius and his soul, whole future in order for having a good food. You understand? Unbelievable thing. I was once took somebody to my Rosh Hashiva, the Goyen HaGodl, Rameh Hershkowitz, okay? And Rameh Hershkowitz lives in the simplicity of simplicity of Gashmi, you know? And this guy asked the Rosh Hashiva, you know, should he go to work? Is it time to go to work? He needs to make money. So Rosh Hashiva told him, he was sitting there and he had like a, I don't know, like a, a cup like this. And he's like, he says, if the Torah is kihem hayenu, if you look at Torah like it's your life, right? So what's the big deal if you drink out of a cup like this? What's the big deal if you eat from this little thing that he had on his table? You understand? It's not that much to, it doesn't cost that much to live. If you live the way he lives, it doesn't cost that much to live. So if Torah is your life, so big deal. You don't have uh, steaks and french fries. Who cares? You follow? If you want steaks and french fries, and you want uh, Jeep Cherokees, and you want uh, custom-made suits, and you want all that, so then it's going to cost you a lot of money to live. Cost you a lot of money to live because you can't part from it. Why can't you part from it? Because you trained yourself to need it. So it became a necessity for you. Because the minute you're going to take away all those luxuries that you were used to uh, all those years, it's going to be tsar for you. So therefore you can't leave the luxuries. You can't leave the luxuries, so you leave kolel. For what? In order to feed your desires. So says the Messiah, you see, you were eating good food every night you went out to eat in the restaurant. Not just a glot bite, that's not, that's not, 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 not. That's like an emergency. Australia, Chleisnish, all these names that have all these restaurants. Yeah, like the, the real stuff, you know? You, you train yourself to be eating good food. Right? And, and, and wearing the best clothes and, and the, and all that stuff, right? Now you get married. You know, before then you were swiping your daddy's credit card. And, you know, if you lived through Corona, you were living off the government. And you train yourself to be living on Azama Drega, and then you get married, and they say to you, listen, if you want to be in Kolel, you gotta live on this true string budget. But if it's gonna be at the expense of all the desires that I was training myself in all these years, even though there was no Isur Badavar, your, your suit didn't have shotness in it, the food was 100% kosher, it was Bet Yosef, it was Bodek, it was every Chumrin Halacha that you could think of, but it was Kenegi Kola Terakula because it was one big fat Taiva. So now you gotta give up, you can't give up the Taiva, you became addicted to your Taiva, right? That's what the Messiah Sashram said. So, what happens is, doesn't stop there, says the Now you have a big pressure. So imagine you have a beautiful home. You have to have a chedame 24-7. You have to have a car for you, your wife, and everybody that has a, uh, a license. And every single kid wants to eat like a melech. And every kid wants to dress like a melech. 
So what's it going to cost you now to live? It's going to cost you half a million dollars. Because you can't, you can't sustain your lifestyle without a half a million dollars. You have to go to deal in the summer and you have to go to the midwinter vacation to the Bahamas and you have to go to Israel for Sukkot because that's what everybody does and you gotta live life, you know? Before you turn around, you're spending five, six hundred thousand dollars easy. Now what's that? That makes a pressure, tremendous pressure to pay those bills. Now what happens if it's not so easy? So all of a sudden you start bending the halachot. Nimshach al ha'avel v'ha'gezel. Now you start doing gezel. You'll start doing things. Umisham el shvuis. You'll swear falsely. V'chol sharachatayim ha'bayim ha'chazeh. So now you have to start bending rules of Torah. Because in business if you're going to be straight and you're going to do everything, I'll be emet. And you're going to be honest. You might not end up with too many customers, you know? You have to do all these backdoor stuff. So now you went now, not just from leaving Kolel, going to work, now you start breaking laws in Shulchan Aruch. And then he continues, which is an amazing thing, just to follow the flow of the statement here. What's next on the list? By us, that's not such a big avlo. So you're not, your mind is not in Avodah Hashem, and your mind is not in Torah, and you don't have the strength to sit down and learn every day for a couple of hours. And, and when you daven, you have to go to the quick minyan at six o'clock in the morning and finish by 6.22, and you're gonna get a 24 second violation if you pray uh, Amidah too long, you know? That by us is not as bad as stealing. But in the Messiah Hashem says that's worse now. Now you sow your mind and the pressure of making money and be able to fill your desires and your, your, your temptations and your addictions to Elam Forget learning. The guy, Bikoshi rolls into his Seder after work. The guy's half dead. He sapped out every ounce of energy he's got. He barely learns. His tefillah, guy's whipping on tefillah and jumping on the train. You know, his whole avoid, his whole tefillah, his whole Torah, his whole purpose in life just went gone. For what? Steaks and french fries. They <laughs> went gone. Got it? That's what he said. That's Mesir Zashorim. This is not Yaakov Rari's rant. This is Mesir Zashorim Bifurash. He's telling you this is what life is going to do to you. Okay? And then he concludes, Masha Yonifta Mikolze, he could have been free of all these problems and all these avers and from selling his life mission down the down the down the river could have been free from all this right if he wouldn't have allowed himself to get sucked in to the world of pleasure okay now a little later in Sashorim actually the 15th parak right the Mesil Sesharim talks about, again, the tainug of Achila, and Imamish like ridicules it, how foolish it can be. I'm going to read you a little bit what he says over there. He made tainug ha-maychel hu yoysem muchash This is in the 15th parak. He says that the tainug of eating is the most, uh, we feel it the most in our body, it's very pleasurable. Hayesh davar aved v'nefsad yoter mimenu. Is there anything that produces more 
excrements and, 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 and it, most of it is gone. Most of it is nothing, right? Shad, and then he says, like, what's the hano of it? What, what's the whole hano from this whole thing? As it passes through your, 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 the way you swallow it, that's it. Kevin Shayotzi, men of Yerub Nehemiah, it went into your stomach. Avad zichro. Venishkah kilu lohaya. It's like it never happened. Kachaya savea. Imachal barburim abusim kemo imachal lechem kibar. You'll get the same full if you eat steaks or if you eat a piece of bread. Same, fills the stomach the same way. Right? Kol Shekin, he says, think into it. Im yasim aliba cholaim harabim sheyecholim lavod machmat achilato. Most sicknesses come from overindulgence and eating the wrong food. Ulefokas ha-koyved shemageo achar achilo va'oin shemamachvilo etzichloi. You get, you get tired, you get weak, you get sick. Your mind doesn't work so good after you eat. He's basically saying that for a pleasure of, a, of about 30 seconds, you're willing to put yourself with belly aches in the bathroom and other sicknesses, and you could have filled up your stomach for one fraction of the price in a healthier, normal way. And, and for what? For what? For a couple of seconds? Of pleasure doesn't make sense. That's what the Mizrahim is saying. It doesn't make sense, right? And added to what he said here, not only are you going to go through the sicknesses and the stomach aches and the fact that your mind won't be so sharp and whatever it is, you're going to end up with precasol, you end up leaving koil, you end up uh, bending laws in halacha, and you end up uh, selling down your, your life's mission down the river for what? For a few seconds of pleasure? That's the Mizrahim's time. Got it? Very logical taina. Very strong taina. Okay? But now I want to tell you a big insight. You ready? Big insight. So the Masil Sasharam is saying that eating wrong, eating wrong, eating the wrong way, eating the way of taiva is very dangerous for a human being. Not today, but another day I'm going to give you more marmikaimas, more chazals, that Taivas Achila is directly associated and connected with Arayot. You understand? Directly connected with Arayot. I give a lot of Marmikaimis on that. And sometimes a person, again, this is a whole shoes of itself, I'm not going to go into completely today, maybe tomorrow, tomorrow we're not here. Sunday, Billy Nedder, we'll go into this. Try to understand. And the reason why I'm telling you this is not to make everybody here uh, start fasting. That's not my point. The point here is just to understand an awareness of the sugya so we can make steps in the right direction. And it's important to make the steps in the right direction. And you can't say it's something for the great tzaddikim and gedolim and chassidim and shemaiser. Even us little guys can and should make steps in the right direction. Okay? Now, these chazals that tell us completely how the there's a connection between Taivas Achilles and Taivas Aras. And you, you should know that if you deal if you speak to people, professionals, I'm not talking about secular professionals, rabbinic professionals who, who deal with Bachrim that really go down, down, and they, they get sucked into the world of desires, they will all tell you 
that the first siman that they recognize in the kid when he's starting to do that slippery slope down, right? He was a religious kid. They start to go slippery slope down. The first siman they always recognize in the kid is that he's not happy with the food at home and in the yeshiva. He wants to go out to eat. He wants fancier food. He wants better food. That means that the Taivas Achila seems to begin to develop as the starting point of the opening, the, the widening, the development of the desire of human being. You have to know also that the first desire that we as human beings, the first desire that we experience from the moment we are born into this world. The first desire that we experience is Taivas Achila. Because that's your nurse. That's the only thing you do is you nurse the milk. That's the first Taivas you have. And in the Svarim, you got to hear these wild things here. I'm opening up your mind to wild things that you never thought of. In the Svarim, it says that a person should be, a mother should be careful how she nurses her child. Which means, you know, the doctors will already tell you that if you over-nurse the child, then it's not healthy for the child to eat too much, right? Because the kid will uh, vomit and get, you know, it's not good, it's not healthy for the child to eat too much. And they have to warn young mothers that every time your child cries, don't nurse them to keep them quiet. Because you're going to be overstuffing them with, with, with food and it's not healthy for them. And you have to realize they just really have a need to suck, so go get them a pacifier. And if you give them a pacifier, they'll, they'll suck. They don't have to eat. They're not hungry. Just because they're crying, it doesn't mean they're hungry. They have to suck. So give them a pacifier. They don't have to, they don't have to drink. It's dangerous, right? But in the Svarim, it doesn't talk about the medical point. In the Svarim, it says, you are training your baby from day one to be a Baltaiva. That whenever you're not comfortable, just eat food. Eat food, you feel good, you're about time. And you as a parent, as a mechanech, your chiyuv of chinuch begins in day one. And you have to teach your child how to curb, their, eat only what they need to eat. Yeah? So there's a medical perspective on it, which is also true, 100%. And there's also a chinuch perspective on it, as a responsibility of parents to train their children to learn how to control taiva from day one. But what's taiva at that age? Taiva at that age is eating. Okay? So I had a whole piece I wanted to tell you, but it's not enough time now. Please remind me on Sunday to go deeper into the subject. But the subject of eating and overeating and eating uh, luxurious and, and all that kind of stuff is a subject that we need to bring awareness to. Nobody talks about it. Because it sounds like one of these holy things that like, okay, don't worry, you know, when I become a big sadiq, then talk to me about taifa sahil, you know. But the truth is, it's important for us to understand it. Again, not to make crazy changes. We're going to talk about how to make changes because changes is not such a simple thing. We get used to things and we can't just make changes. But the step one is to make awareness as to what we're affecting ourselves. Because just to sum up, a guy may come over to you and he says, I have a problem watching my eyes or whatever is in Tivus, right? And then 
he'll ask you what's step one to work on it. And, you, and if I tell him, you know what, step one is, I want you to start working on Taifas Achila. The guy will think I'm out of my mind. What Shaykhis is Taifas Achila to Shmir Zainayim, right? And he's doing all uh, his Shmir Zainayim stuff and I'm telling him Taifas Achila. You follow? So I'm not saying I'm going to tell you that, but I could tell you that because when you understand the science of how Taifa works, then there is a direct connection in Chazal and you have to know you have to go sometimes to the root. Okay, so that's just now you have what to think about. Okay, we'll stop here.